going on, Producer Eric? I don't think I hear you. I might need a refresh. Hang on, Mom. I sense a duck in the heart. Mr. Egg? What is going on, everybody? Mr. A, good to see you. Perk, glad you could join us at 1730 uh, GMT time. <laughs> uh, yes. I got to explain time to you sometimes, Lily. <laughs> no, not me. You have to explain oh, it to Podbean. Pod yeah. Oh, God, they got all screwed up. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to take a screenshot of it, and I'll, post, I'll send it to you. You'll see what I'm saying. Well, like the email that goes out says negative. It says minus oh seven hundred Greenwich Mean, which means you don't go on until two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that's that's absolutely incorrect. But uh, yeah, Mr. It's two o'clock somewhere when you go on. Yeah, it is. No, the ducks are not pooping everywhere. Don't worry, Jess. Let's see. There are states that lie in two zones. The times in the table are based on Greenwich Mean Time. Oh my god. So if it's 12 p.m. GMT, that's 4 o'clock in the morning. I don't know. Thank god everybody knows what time... What time does it say our show starts if you have to look us up in the Podbean room? It shows well, 9 30 Eastern because we're Eastern. So it is correct uh, when it's posted. Uh -huh. On Podbean app, yes. Yeah, that's weird. <clears throat> Welcome, Watson. Well, how do you say that? EP, what is going on? Come up with some more jazz music. I kind of like that. Uh, <coughs> oh, trumpet playing. Oh, yeah. Thanks for sharing the show. We've got about, I don't know, a minute and a half before we have to get started. So, uh, yeah, share the hell out of the show if you uh, don't mind. I appreciate that. Hey, Jess, I heard that you might have to call in soon. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, I actually got to eat dinner ahead of time, ahead of the show today, so I was very excited. Nice. I got to enjoy it instead of having to eat it while the show. 
DP is saving the best for last. Yeah, that's right. He always does. It's okay, Mr. A. You can share it with your enemies, too. We especially love it if you share it with, like, liberal friends. Yeah. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. We can always get their blood pressure going. I promise you that. Yeah, you gotta practice on the typing part. You gotta be faster. Faster than the average Brandon. <laughs> I only got two index fingers. How fast can I type? I don't, yeah, that's true. You gotta pack, two thumbs. Pack them out. Good yeah. to see you. Glad you can join I'm just, us. I'm just a pecker. Live, Live from Southern, from California. Southern California. It's the Slightly Serious Show. The Slightly Serious Show. The furthest thing from serious. And now, here is your host, Slightly, along with co-host Eric from Georgia. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome for another to another edition of the Slightly Serious Show. It is Thursday. Yeah, I got the day right today. November 18th, 2021. Another, gosh, 12, no, 11 days. And uh, we will no longer be in studio, at least not these studios. We'll be moving the shit over to the new studio. Burbank? Burbank, yeah, no, no. A little bit oh. farther north than that, yeah. Uh, no, we're going to go and move into the, uh, what is it? The, oh, the, the Let's Go Brandon Studios. Yeah, so mm -hmm. we're excited about that. But uh, anyways, it's a cold damn night here in San Diego. It's uh, at the current moment at uh, 636 Pacific time. It is 58 degrees. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's fucking cold out there. We're having a heat wave here in East Tennessee. It's 37. Oh my God! It's thirty-seven degrees out there. Oh, it feels wonderful. And then when you oh, go outside, you smell God. the fireplaces going. There's nothing like it. Oh, Mister A says it's thirty-four. You guys need to move. My God. Oh, where did that? Oh my gosh! I don't. I I couldn't stand that. I mean, I can bear it if I go to the mountains uh, and it's winter time and there's freaking snow on the ground. But uh, thirty-four degrees and there's no snow. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll pass on that. But speaking of which, as uh, you know, I've been telling you guys that uh, we're going to be moving out and all that. We uh, got some more information on a property. Uh, this is out in the Las Vegas area. And I, we were excited because our realtor is going to go over to the property, kind of give us a, a walkthrough and uh, show us online. And uh, everything was going great up until, well, up until he showed us the shower. And you want to know how big? Okay, so let me I'll, let me preface it this way. So the lot size is like eleven thousand square feet, huge yeah. lot. The home, it's about nineteen hundred and ten square feet. Not bad, not humongous, but pretty decent size for, uh, you know, for the two of us. I mean, that's plenty of room for two people. Um, does anybody want to guess how big the shower was? I'll, I'll throw it out there to you guys. Uh, see, if sixteen foot knows. square. 16 foot square. No, 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 no. Uh, let's go a little lower. Square. Are you kidding me? Lower? That's only four by four. Oh, well, I didn't think of it that way. Um, well, you're closer. Uh, you're close then. No, I would say the width of the shower 
is like five feet wide. Oh, hell no. For 500 fucking thousand dollars, my shower better be more than five feet wide. Okay, princess. (laughs) How long was it, though? What's that? How long long was it? Well, no, I meant that's the law. Okay, that's the length. The width is probably, you know, three feet or two. I don't know. Oh, okay. It was small. And I mean, you could have it five feet, but it could go back like eight feet or so. You know what I mean? Five feet's not too bad, but when you say it's only, you know, like three feet the other way, yeah, that's well, when that's I'm kind of like average in a small home. Well, yeah, but I mean, I, and I'm looking at it, you know, straight on. So I'm thinking the length is the width. So it's, you know, from the shower head uh, to the opposite end of the yeah. wall is five feet. But keep in mind, inside of this fiber, and it's fiberglass, which I don't like, yeah. tile. Uh, but it has like two little benches in the corners, which takes even more space away. Hey, Eric, can you mute? I'm sorry, you're popping really loud. Um, hang- but, sorry, but slightly I'm in the middle of a message. I'm sure for like twenty thousand. Been here in a while. I'm sure for like twenty thousand, you can do a lot of upgrades on your bathroom, right? Or it's already built. Well, it's already in the process of. So oh. we saw the, we saw the outline of the bathroom. So really, about the only thing you could do is change a fiberglass to tile at that point. Yeah, we'd have to rip the uh, once it's built or whatever. Have them rip it out and just tie. That it. would that would probably only gain you a couple inches on each dimension. Well, yeah. three inches. Yeah, so, I don't know. Uh, we're 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 looking at another place, uh, but outside, uh, it's it's about I don't know ten fifteen miles from the strip. But uh, you know the backyard is humongous, and you have a full view of the Las Vegas Strip. Put a shower head in your backyard. Problem <laughs> solved. <laughs> right. Well, Big Sexy's like, well, ask if we can, uh, if we were able to build a, uh, what is it called? A casita. If you are familiar with what a casita is. Mm. It's no, like, is that little girl that sells lemonade down at the corner in Mexico <laughs> or what? <laughs> <laughs> no, a casita is basically, uh, you know, a separate living quarters. Like if you were to have like a housekeeper or. Oh, like a mother-in-law's place. Or a mother-in-law place, exactly. Yeah, Mr. A, it does sound fancy. Because it's, uh, you know, there's plenty of land on it, and uh, you could probably build a little, you know, nice one-bedroom with a kitchen and stuff like that in it. Yeah, I don't see why you couldn't have an outbuilding up there. Yeah. So, yeah, but I I did tell the realtor, I said, well, everything looked nice up until you showed me the shower. So unless you plan on us coming over and visiting to take showers, we're probably going to (laughs) pass. Well, and in newer homes like that, in, in that price range, you would think the two areas that they would spend on would be the kitchen and the bath. Right. The kitchen's fabulous. We love the kitchen. You can almost can you live sh- in the kitchen. Can you shower in the kitchen sink? Yeah, you know. I'm well, trying to do a workaround here for you. Oh, slightly. man. Bert, you're bringing up more bad issues. Well, that was the only, uh, only other issue that uh, Big Sexy had is his undermount sink. Uh, he likes the single bays. Uh, he doesn't like it to be where it's divided up. Oh, really? Okay. And so he was excited because they said, "Oh, it's a single, a single uh, drop in." And uh, and then they said, eh, "And it's white porcelain." He's like, "Oh boy, yeah." That Does he like stainless steel? Oh, he doesn't like porcelain. Yeah, no porcelain. He'd prefer the stainless steel look. Yeah. So. Yeah, I know we could redo the bathroom, but the whole point of it is, Jess, is that we're buying a brand new home. You don't want to buy the damn home and then spend another 30000 to fix shit that you don't like. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you on that slightly. Maybe if you're going to buy it, get what you want to begin with. 
Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. Um, I should. Mr. A says I should just buy, burn my shed of a house. <laughs> is is well, that the floor plan that that builder uses, or does he have different floor plans? Well, we that's the that's the last lot that was available, and they went ahead and oh, uh, they just uh, prefabbed it uh, the way that they <laughs> think they could sell it. So sounds like they missed with you. They might have missed with me. And, you know, I, they showed us the spec sheet. They put about uh, $30,000 into the upgrades uh, as far as, you know, flooring and, uh, I don't know, the mirrors and everything else. The yeah. countertops. Uh, the countertops are really nice. And so they, they just dropped it uh, down from 569 to 539 And uh, so basically all of the extras inside that they did basically – you know, they're trying to show that, uh, well, you're getting most of them for free, which you're really not. But yeah, offering four ninety nine, then you can spend the money to redo the bathroom. Wow, that's exactly what Big Sexy said. He's like, tell him for five hundred thousand, it's sold. <laughs> yeah, I mean, changing the sink's not that bad, and you hire a contractor to do the bathroom. And yeah, you're, and you're done in a week. Exactly. Uh, the 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 big uh, shining point of the home is probably the like I said the the kitchen and then obviously the backyard. But you have to keep in mind, folks, um, 11,000 square foot of property, uh, that's going to take an, a pretty penny to build out because you have to keep in mind the entire backyard comes as dirt. <laughs> so All the dirt you can shovel, huh? Yeah, that's right. But, you know, in Las Vegas, there's lots of rocks around, so we could probably just go, uh, you know, go collect rocks and just throw them in the backyard. If they had any plants, you could have bees, but I don't know what the heck they would feed on out there. I have no idea. Big sexy, big sexy gave away as well. We haven't been giving away, but we've been selling a lot of the plants uh, here. Uh, he's very upset that we're not able to take them all out there. Well, you'd, if you did, you'd probably have to keep them indoors, wouldn't you? They just cook outside. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh yeah, Honeybee says you can buy. It. Yeah, hey, slightly. You know, wow, still open for you. Your neighbor is selling their home for five fifty. Okay. It's uh, it need. Oh wait, it says it needs an updated kitchen and bath. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean it's not bad with the one that's in there, from what I understand. But it's just it's the one that was in the house when it was originally built. Gotcha. Hey, we'll furnish you guys with all the honey you can eat. Okay, Ooh, that's, that's an incentive. That right might there. be uh, that might be enough of an incentive for us there. Oh man, as long as you keep the bees on your side of the property. <laughs> well, that's kind of hard to do. <laughs> Anyways, um, that's the the story of my day tomorrow. Gosh, Big Sexy's got the dentist all day, so I I get to work all by myself tomorrow. I'll probably take some stuff to the shop that might not fit in the pod, just so we have room. Because Saturday's the big day of loading big crap in there. But oh, uh, things are going all right. I got a a, a very uh, I got I've been getting a, a few uh, emails lately. I, I don't know if Eric is like conjuring up our listeners to email us, being pissed off that we haven't published shows, but. Relaxed. I'll, I'll promise I'll get some out there to you so far as the, all the shows that we've missed. I blame it on Eric. Yeah, I blame Eric. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the only thing I've been doing is I've been just blowing up your Twitter DM with some good stories. And then I know coming up, we're going to have the latest discussion on the, the Rittenhouse case and the big development that um, an MSNBC producer, you know, got arrested for chasing what was believed to be the, the like the van or bus carrying like the jury. Yeah, sounds like I hit the nail on the head with that one, eh, Slightly? You did. You did. How did you guess? Because I'm not just 
old and wise. He's wise. That kind of goes hand in hand, in my opinion. (laughs) Yes, I know know some pretty stupid old people. So yeah, that's true. Uh, Namely, Brandon. (laughs) Oh, Podfather has a question for the host. Shoot, Podfather. What do you got there, Podfather? Grace for not posting. I know, Jess. I was just giving you a hard time. Uh, while uh, Podfather types that in, um, we'll go ahead and start off with our first. You're one of Pert's favorites, Kamalama Ding Dong. Apparently, uh, her communications <laughs> director is freaking re- resigning uh, amid growing criticism of the VP. Um, I got so excited when I saw that headline because I just glanced at it and I thought it said she was resigning. Oh my God. That would, I mean, we'd be celebrating. Oh. We'd be popping bottles of champagne if uh, Kamala Ding Dong Kamala. I looked at it three times and read it carefully and then realized, damn, no, it's not her. Oh, man. Well, uh, her communications director resigned on Thursday uh, amid horrific polling numbers for Harris. Ashley Etienne, I'm probably butchering her last name, she resigned. Uh, and it'll take effect in one month. And, uh, quote, Ashley is a valued member of the vice president's team and who has worked tirelessly to advance the goals of this administration. Uh, that's what a White House official told Fox News. She is leaving the office in December to pursue other opportunities. So there you go. Um, I don't, you know, bless her for leaving. Why do you think I, my question to you would be this? Everybody knows this whole administration's, you know, a pile of crap. But I mean, you got a cush job. You might hate it because everyone's bagging on your boss. But I mean, it's still you still have a pretty good cush job, don't you? But slightly, unless you're the captain, why would you stay on a sinking ship? Hmm, that's true. Well, it depends on how much money is involved. <laughs> well, unless it's sewn into your life jacket, it's not going to matter. That's true. As, as as long as I have a a, a bigger than five foot. Uh, <laughs> shower to shower in. <laughs> <laughs> anyways uh podfather says uh, he'd like to compliment us on the professional sounding intro with voiceover i have only a music intro and although very nice i would love to inqu- acquire a voiceover intro such as yours any suggestions um well podfather uh i will say this um i the way i did it is i purchased like i don't know it's a <clears throat> They're called presets for Adobe Audition, and basically I kind of mix everything up into that. Um, I do know that there are people that are on certain websites that will you know, do voiceovers and stuff like that, intros for your show and stuff like that. Uh, if I had more time, uh, I know I've done a couple for other people. Uh, later on, when I do have more time, if you would like, I could work on something for you. But other than that, I would check out websites uh, you know, what are those cheap ones where you can hire, like, it's almost like hiring an illegal immigrant uh, on the cheap. Uh, is it Fiverr? Uh, <laughs> Something like that. We, we uh, could do one for him here. Oh, there you Live go. Live from the Capo's house. It's the Podfather Show. I love that voice. That's a, so, such a great voice, Bert. You could definitely do some voiceover work. And that's just on my speakerphone on my crapple iPad. Right, exactly. Uh, area 81. Uh, Mr. Ray oh, mentions uh, Area 81 does it. And then, you, and then I like that one intro we done for Lady Me that time when she did the entertainment news. Oh, yeah. I don't even know if I even have that on here anymore. 
Let's see. Let's see if I have. But it's oh, in like previous it. episodes that are published. How do you like your tea? A gold sweeter bowl. It's all being served now by me. That damn, was who is that? I like that voice. That was such a damn good <laughs> intro for Lady Nation, wasn't it? It's too bad she had to ruin the whole damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, definitely. I, I don't have a problem with that, uh, Podfather. Uh, just let me get settled in the next uh, month or so, and uh, I'll, we'll, we'll, we'll get together. And what I would recommend is putting together some copy for what you'd like to se- for me to say. He only takes Bitcoin as payment, though, right, slightly? Oh, Bitcoin, yeah. Bitcoin are big master showers. Mm-hmm. Well, not with you, but just the showers. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm trying to say. Uh, yes, no, it, uh, I'll try to work up some energy when I do it too. I know I can be sound hey, very depressing and stuff. Speaking of well, Bitcoin, and, then, I, and with you, oh, go ahead, Perk. speaking of Bitcoin, I saw where one of the people from MTV's show Siesta Key has their house for sale for, I think it was 6.8 million or 12 Bitcoins. Oh, 12 Bitcoins. I don't wow. know how much that comes to, but it's just funny seeing 6.8 million with a dollar sign in 12 Bitcoins. Oh my God. God, that's crazy. What were you going to say, uh, Eric? Well, I know with you getting moving in the process of moving out of Southern California to move over to Southern Nevada, um, I know that the, the 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 current show intro I know is going to have to be tinkered with a little bit. Yeah, because, see, I'm going to have to change I, our own stuff. Yeah. Well, and I know like some of like the like the jingles we do at the top of the hour and the bottom of the hour, and um, maybe in. You know, I know those those will probably get some updating too, um, and especially with the new year coming up. Yeah, no, we'll definitely and work because on I know that we want to still that. continue sounding fresh. Oh, fresh! Oh, yeah, yeah. No, we will. We'll uh, in, uh, update all that, and uh, we'll have a lot at the beginning of the year. We'll have a bunch of new crap, so uh, stay tuned to all that, and uh, it'll be fun. Uh, it'll get my creative juices flowing again, I guess. What is going on there, well, Lara? And uh, by the way, uh, Jess Duck says uh, you you got to be careful. You can't say master bathroom or master bedroom anymore. Yeah, no, I got that. Uh, I, I forget once in a while, but, you know, people are going to get butthurt about that. Is that a thing, really? You're not supposed to say master bedroom or master bathroom? Yeah, it's now called the primary room. Hey, slightly. You know what? Honeybee and I have a master bathroom. We have a master bedroom. And anybody that doesn't like it can stay the hell out of my master home. There you go. I love it. <laughs> I mean, I always like I, it. I guess if, um, I mean, if people are so offended by master bedroom and master bathroom, I, I would have to ask the question, who peed in their cornflakes? <laughs> oh, my God. I was just hey, um, as you said it. <sighs> Yeah, I'm, hey, I think it's a simple question. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 wanna, I would love to meet anybody who's ever pissed in their cornflakes. <laughs> hey, hey then, you, then you'll understand why they're in such a like a pissy mood. <laughs> yeah, but you got to remember this. It's always better to be pissed off than pissed on. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't care. You know, I still call it the master bedroom. I mean, if, it, if everybody else wants to call it a primary, then by all means, do what you, I mean. Well, you know, in, in automotive, there's slave linkage. So what do we have to call that now? Free linkage? I mean, 
Which what, one? Say that one more time. Which one? In, in automotive, there's something called the slave linkage. It has to do with shifting gears. Oh. Uh-oh. So what do we do with that term? I don't know. And BP also brought up masturbation. I mean, do we need to change that word too? <laughs> Wait, what do, what do we talk about? Primary Bation just doesn't have the sound well, ring to it. Primate Bation. Prime, prime, primitive Bation? I'm going hey, to go primary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you no longer can masturbate in the master bedroom or the master bath. I guess you guys, you know, I don't know. Anyways, uh, thanks for pointing that out, Jess. Uh, I was trying to uh, figure out because now, like in the new modern homes and stuff like that, they're not calling them living rooms anymore either. What? They're what not are they now? Well, this has nothing to do with offending people. Uh, they are, I have to look real quick because I always forget. They are calling it, give me a second here. Parlors? Are we going back to the early 1900s? Ooh, parlors. Or family room? No, not family room. I'm, I'm pulling it up right here. Uh, let's see. Back in the day, they, they would also call that the den, not to be confused with Jimmy who used to do the den of the unknown. Well, the den was the office. Right. The, and they still have dens. So like the floor plan I'm looking at, they have the den, you have your bedrooms, your primary suite, and then you have what's called the great room. So the reason they call it the great room is because nowadays they're starting to make it to where it's more wide open. So you don't have not, – not everything is all compartmentalized. So you have your kitchen, which is wide open to your dining room and your living room. So it's just one great room. What makes your room great and my room's not great, though? I'm offended. <laughs> You're elevating yourself above my house. <laughs> well, uh, the only so, uh, like a great room is a combination of a kitchen, the, the, the living room space, and the dining room space. No, nope. Eric nope. slightly has a great room. You know what I have? I have an excellent room. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, I, have, I still have a master room. <laughs> um, oh yeah the white privilege room no that that one is not that one's missing from the floor plan well i thought that was a bathroom where the white porcelain is i thought well oh no no yeah, that could be i was just thinking no it's just the white privilege house so, and mr a has a decent room he doesn't have a great or an extraordinary or any he just got a decent room well you know what matters the most mr a is that you have at least you know that a you have a room yeah yeah room a room is most important that's uh but no, the getting going back to the question of uh, the great room, it does not include the, the kitchen. So it's the dining room and the living room is uh, considered the great room. So hmm. there you go. It, and it's really nice because, you know, I, I don't know, maybe it's it's a new thing, I guess. Because, you know, when you when you compartmentalize things and you have walls, it kind of makes the place smaller. Yeah, they've used that term great room in Florida for quite a while, but not necessarily as a replacement for living room gotcha okay well well and well another room for a home office is called a study yeah that is true a study a do lot they, of a lot they of call go ahead sorry a lot of the dens that they have can be converted to uh bedrooms do they use the word lanai out there slightly no they don't um they uh just use they use courtyard and covered patio that's kind of what a lanai is in Florida. Right. I know they use, the word lanai. <laughs> they use the word lanai out in Hawaii. I know that. Do they? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, I do have a little something. Um, we, we got a uh, message from Mr. Riaz now. Really? I think he was, I think, I think Riaz was drunk, but 
You hey, be the judge. The, and, hey, if you're able to play him. You uh, be the judge for me. We'll come back. We'll take a break, and uh, we'll kind of recap it. Riots. So nice to just chill. Letting the heat blow over. See, see, see. Modelo Negro. See, dos. Gracias. Wow, his Spanish is doing pretty good. So, slightly, what is this about this Lindell character in Thanksgiving time? Is he going to come out and tell us that what the boogeyman is responsible for all this? I just don't get it. No. Oh, what happened? Where'd Riots go? What did he get? What happened to him? I have no idea. Did he fall off his bar stool? Uh, hello. I don't know. He <laughs> might have. Well, Jess says he needs to find something to keep himself busy. This Lindell character in Thanksgiving. Is he gonna come out and tell us that? What the boogeyman is responsible for all this? I just don't get it. Don't get it at all. But I'm still waiting for the heat to blow over. Once that does, I'll get back hard at it. But in the meantime, I'm just gonna hang out down the cake. Shit, I gotta go. There's gunfire down the block. Holy oh my god. god. <laughs> Sounds like uh, Mr. Riyadh's uh, down in Mexico. I mean, maybe it was the cartel. I don't know what the hell's going on. We, down we there. sure he's in Mexico and not like in <laughs> Chicago? <laughs> or dare we say Kenosha, right? Oh, he could be in Kenosha. Yeah. But then again, the uh, you know they haven't uh, gotten the verdict yet, so I don't think there's shooting going on just yet. It it does sound like maybe he was imbibing a little bit. Oh, maybe. So I maybe I wonder what he's going to be working on after you know our good friend, our pillow guy, uh, spills all the beans. Uh, oh yeah, he's supposed um, to have all the answers, isn't he? Yeah, he's going to have all the answers to all of uh, you know all of the problems and. I wonder if he's going to suggest that President Trump's going to be back in office before Christmas. What do you, what do you think? He's just going to get on TV and say, for the low, low price of nineteen ninety five, I will send you this packet of information. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's scary, though? You know how many people would probably actually give him the money, the nineteen ninety nine, just to see what he's going to give? Too many. Yeah, that's that's very sad. Hey, look, uh, Mr. Potato Head, uh, number one fan, just joined us. Welcome to the show. We're going to take our first time out. Of the evening, you're listening to the Slightly Serious Show on a Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> 
You've been listening to the Slightly Serious Podcast. If you haven't laughed, been offended, or engaged, then turn up the damn volume. Be sure to follow and catch us weeknights at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. All right. So uh, welcome, to, welcome to the show, Mr. Potato. Uh, are, you, are you still allowed to say Mr. Potato Head, or is that offensive now? Is he non-binary? Because he does have a penis or a vagina. Now, uh, how do you know? Well, there's a Mrs. Potato Head. Um, well, I've played with one before. <laughs> A penis and a vagina, or Mr. Oh, Potato Head? Oh, oh, <laughs> hey, oh, you set yourself oh, up on that one. I used to be a gummy bear, and now I transitioned into a potato. Okay, I'm from Idaho. I'm is, it, is this Riots on Fast Forward? What is this? No, I don't know, Bertley. Am I a boy or a girl? Have you checked lately? <laughs> yeah. I cropped it out so you wouldn't be curious. Or do curious, you identify so... as pansexual? Yeah, all of the above. All of it. Well, oh, he could, wait, he could potatoes, be... Potatoes, pans, pans, potatoes all grotten. There you right. go. Yeah, yeah. good <laughs> idea. Let's cut this bad boy up. I had to say that. Exactly. I just, I just wanted to call in and tell everybody in here I'm your number one fan, especially you slightly. Oh. <laughs> well, thanks for calling in, uh, uh Bud? Yeah. Just call me Bud. That works. Okay, bye. Ciao. <laughs> that was um, Mr. or Mrs. or pan fried uh, potato there. Our I bet he'll keep there. his eyes out for you. Get it? Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> <laughs> that was fabulous. Oh my God! That I I don't know who that was, RD. That was just uh, some random. Uh, was it Mike? Maybe Tampa Bay Mike. I have no idea, but it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I don't think it was Tampa Bay Mike. <laughs> the voice got me right off. <laughs> Honeybee thinks it might have been Jeremy, but who knows? I thought he got rid of the equipment, though. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Hey, where's where's Alexander? Hey. I mean, or Alexandria? We he haven't seen her from from that chick in a while. He could have picked up a balloon from the Dollar Tree, though, and done oh, that. That is true. Yeah. That is true. Or then again, it could have been, uh, you know, Spanky or Scooter. Who knows? Spanky Anyways. or Scooter? From the yeah. Weens and Beanie show? I mean, Beans and Weenie show? Bean, be, not Bean or Beans. <laughs> Chuck and Billy are in on that voice falsetto, too. Oh, I almost said, uh, Anyways, uh, it, breaking news, or not really breaking, but uh, as we uh, kind of previewed earlier tonight, uh, the. Uh, Judge in the Rittenhouse case has officially banned anyone from MSNBC from entering the courtroom. I got one thing to say about that. (laughs) (laughs) We like to call them MSLSD because clearly it's apparent that they are tripping on acid. Yeah, they, they, they're full of hot air. That's for damn sure. But I was reading this. Especially that blowhard Joy Reid. I try. I try to. I try to, you know, try to be non-judgmental when I'm reading articles. Okay, and so I'm reading this, and you know, M- uh, NBC is trying to say, well, look, he's not really anybody that we hire. He's not an employee of ours. He apparently, allegedly, he's a freelance journalist. So in saying that. I'm not so necessarily, I mean, from, you know, a political point uh, of view, I'm okay with them being banned from the fucking courtroom. But from not, you know, playing politics and all of that, 
is it is it really fair for the judge to punish MSNBC for a freelance journalist who, you know, he might, I don't know, uh, do freelance work for MSNBC, well, well, oh, but he also could do the same for Fox. My opinion is ban all the damn journalists from any any large public trials like that because it doesn't add a thing. It influences. It takes away. It it's it's no good. Yeah, it is no good. And you know, I I know this whole this whole courtroom drama started way back with OJ. I think that was like the first case that was like the big time. Oh my God! Every network television station had to uh, you know if you tuned into CBS or ABC or any of the big names. Well, remember when you used to get the cartoon character drawings or the chalk drawings and stuff, the sketches. Yep. The well, no, not now. Now they got the cameras in there and everything else. And, uh, you know, I mean, there, there was a reason they limited the exposure that, that could happen in that courtroom. Yeah, There was yeah. a reason. And that reason seems to have just been thrown out the window. No, I, I agree 100%. And I wouldn't be opposed to having all the journalism uh, being thrown out of the courtroom. Yeah. And, and like RD says down there, too, put the jury behind a two-way mirror. I really wouldn't be opposed to that because why do they have to subject themselves to identification when you don't have an option when you go in there. I mean, unless you just totally blow it in your review thing and say, yeah, I think the little bastard's guilty. I mean, yeah, then you're probably going to get kicked off. But I mean, you're in there. They pick you. You can't just walk away and say, I don't want to go. You can't wear a disguise. So you're sitting there exposed for everybody. Anybody that comes into the courtroom of one side or the other, whether it's the prosecution side or the defense side, can ID you. Yeah. And later on find you i mean it just does not make sense well, but yet they do the one-way mirror thing with criminals and potential witnesses at the police station well not, only that, not only that per but even like in uh you know in recent crimes we've uh we've showcased on our show they blur out the the uh the perpetrator's face yeah i mean so it's okay to protect the criminals but, you know, for a jury, uh, look, this is hell. They should just give them their social security numbers while they're at it. But the other part of it, like I've been saying for the past couple of days, is the jury should have been sequestered. There's no reason why these people should be allowed to go to their homes for a variety of reasons. Number one, and most importantly, is their safety. Mm-hmm. Number two is the subjectivity of what they might be watching or on yep. television when they get home or the the lunatics that are out on the street protesting. Yep. But, and, and then, you know, Joe Biden or Brandon, as we like to call him, he has the audacity to start calling the judge. Was it the judge? Was he calling the judge uh, a white supremacist? He was calling Rittenhouse a white supremacist. Yeah. And uh, I know the judge has also been called a white supremacist. It's just getting out of blown. It's, It's getting blown out of proportion. Well, my father-in-law, before I had met him, he he was on, uh, Honeybee had told me about it before, he was on some trial, big trial, and he was, like, sequestered for a long time. So in, in these types of murder, murder trials and stuff like that, especially when it is so, you know, controversial to some. Racially tension-filled? That, too, yeah. Very, and, I, and I still don't understand that. How is this all racially motivated? I, I, I'm losing the I, point in that when it... The victim, the victims yeah. are alleged victims, and you know the person, the defendant, are all the same damn color. 
yeah, I know I'm, I'm with you on that. I, I, but he evidently if, if a white person shot, then they're shot by a white supremacist. If a black person shot, they're shot by a white supremacist. If a Latino shot, I mean, it's like they're pretty much set on their focal point, aren't they? They are. I mean, the only thing I could think of, and and I know it's far out there, and it's probably not a not true by even a half a percent, is the the fact that maybe, you know, the BLM thugs that are out there protesting, may well, actually slightly. may actually consider that white lives matter. Well, we all know it's not all about it's it's not Black Lives Matter to them. It's all about the right to riot, not right to protest. The right to whether you know what they're trying to protest against or whatever was something that was justified or not. I mean, you know, cop pulls somebody over. The guy gets out of the car, pulling a gun on the cop to shoot him. The cop shoots first. Oh, you killed an innocent person. How was the guy innocent? He's pointing a gun at a cop. The cop wasn't doing anything yet other than asking him to get out of the car. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, it happens Um, to other races too, but yeah, some more than others. Go ahead, Eric. Um, And then one of the, the men that, um, that Rittenhouse shot in self-defense. Um, you know, it, it, it is documented that one, one of one of them was a was a known child molester. But um, it seems like the media wants to overlook that and and celebrate that gentleman as like th- this like hero. Which I mean, I don't see 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 seeing what what's so so fantastic about a a child molester being a hero when when they they basically engaged in a very gross act on on a minor. I don't, I, and, I, and you have to wonder, like, what is wrong with this picture? Well, don't get me started on the whole child molester thing. I was over last night, as I told you, I was going to go over to my father's house and uh, was watching the news with him. And we're kind of jumping mm-hmm. here. But anyways, apparently these people that are offended and I and I need to research the story. It's some guy from I forget which college, but he's trying. They're trying to start out uh, and get everybody to say, oh, well, they're not pedophiles. They're just, uh, I think, maps or some fucking three or four letter word. Uh, something that adults like, you know, that are attracted to uh, underage people or something like that. And they're trying to justify it like it's proper. And it's very outrageous. Have you guys heard of that? Uh, I would just be shaking my head in disbelief on that one. Yeah, I, I'm gonna. I'll do more research on that, and uh, you know, we definitely need to talk about that because trying to make that to be accepted by society. Yeah, there you go. Minor attracted persons instead of pedophiles. That's what they want to be called now. Um, you know, and it's if you had to a patriot mom in here, she would have plenty to say about that. I would, I would imagine, because you know, she's all about standing up for protecting children from from such 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 outrageous and heinous crimes like this and and look at what tiktok has done to her they, they've been banning her left and right yeah it's, it's very disturbing but we'll talk about that on another show um so after the news of uh you know the judge telling mslsd that they can no longer be in the courtroom he basically said this is a ser- very serious matter and i don't know what the ultimate truth of it is but absolutely it would go without much thinking that someone who is following the jury bus, that is an extremely serious matter and will be referred to the proper authorities for further action. And uh, apparently this uh, journalist ran a red light trying to keep up with the bus. So that's the main reason why he got pulled over. Just two hours ago, too, I'm looking at an update here. The jury or the jurors had asked for 
full copies of the instructions for each member so they could take them home and review them. So now they're taking like jury instructions home. Yeah. And one of the, uh, which one, which side was it? One, one of the sides, the attorneys had pointed out what they're concerned about is they're going to start picking apart and doing a dictionary search on the words to, uh, you know, kind of like get their own meaning on the words, which, yeah, I mean, I really figured this would be two days tops and done. Yeah, this is, it's, it's, I don't, I think no matter what, uh, if he does not, if he is, is if he is found guilty on any counts, uh, I, I guarantee you that they're going to, uh, his defense attorneys will come back and file an appeal right away. Well, it's not illegal to walk holding a gun, right? I mean, they determine that. Correct. So if you're doing that and somebody whacks you in the head with a skateboard, how can anyone in their right mind, and maybe that's the problem here, we're not dealing with people in their right mind, see that as not being self-defense? You're going to defend yourself with whatever you have. Just so happens he had a gun. The other idiot brought a skateboard to a gunfight. <laughs> right. Well, so, in, 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 the, in the short blurb that I heard last night, though, I don't know if you got the hope <laughs> of this, but the, the prosecutor verbatim basically said, well, sometimes, you know what? You have to just allow yourself to get your ass kicked. So he's basically saying, you know, Rittenhouse, he should just no. let them chase him down and fucking beat him, beat him to death. No person should ever have to subject themselves to being beat. I don't care if it's a slap or if it's a knife or it's a a brutal attack. No one. Maybe the prosecutor needs an ass whooping. Just saying. Yeah, I think we have a lot of volunteers. Yeah, if he's he's obviously open to that uh, frame of mind. So, you know, just saying. So anyways, we'll see what happens. And like I said, I'm not too sure. You know, if he uh, is not an employee of MSNBC, I'm kind of eh, back and forth on that. And uh, I know after that happened, uh, Jesse Waters over on Fox News, he was kind of defending the guy, uh, defending MSNBC and all of that, which was kind of surprising. He uh, basically uh, went on to say, let's see where it's at. Uh, immediately following the announcement, uh, Fox News, obviously, the network took great joy in that MSNBC was going to be uh, out of the courtroom. Uh, Harris Faulkner, for example, said the network's actions were akin to, quote, chilling free speech, while former Trump spokesperson turned Fox host Kaylee McNanny. McInerney. McInerney. What is it, Eric? McInerney. It's not McInerney. Yeah, whatever that is. Uh, claimed that MSNBC has, quote, behaved so poorly. Uh, during the uh, Thursday broadcast of The Five Waters, noted that Morrison's actions during the blockbuster trial was quite common for news business. The Fox host insist- insisted that the situation was only, quote, serious because he got caught. And he also speculated that Morrison was, quote, probably a stringer who was trying to land an exclusive for NBC's Today Show. And uh, he went on to say that all big networks do this and uh, continued uh, the Fox star who built his career by stalking liberal reporters and activists on camera quote, they have a bunch of people all over Kenosha trying to identify a juror and get that great access because that first juror interview is going to be the interview, no matter how it shakes out. So I don't well, necessarily agree with uh, what Mr. Waters has to say. I mean, uh, these jurors need to, they have a right to have their own privacy in addition to, feeling safe 
And I, I don't think that anybody should be following these fucking people. But, well, and, you know, and I think, uh, you know, another thing interesting about the story, the producer that um, is alleged to have ordered this freelance um, producer to, to stalk the jury, um, you know, you know, her, her, she like mysteriously shut down her Twitter account voluntarily because, um, and, and to me, I think, um, what MSNBC did, um, is a serious like ethics violation and, you know, and you have to wonder like, you know, does ethics even apply in television newsrooms anymore? And, and I agree with you, but only, only if it is based on that, that specific journalist is on, is, is an employee of, of MSNBC though. I mean, it's it's gotten to the point to where all of these "quote unquote" uh, what uh, journalists, freelance journalists, they're kind of like the everyday people that you know. For example, the people on the bus that were just filming, uh, you know, a sexual assault instead of doing something about it. They all it, it's all about capturing the big news or getting you know going viral, going viral, or you know, <laughs> you know, make, making money off of their content. Right, they want to cash in on the big story. That's what it's all about. It's all about dollars and cents to these people. And so, yes, if he's an employee of a network, then yeah, get that fucking network out of the courtroom. I'm all I'm all on board with that. Uh, none, regardless, though, the douchebag that's following the jurors, no matter who he's working for, uh, f fuck that guy. <laughs> that's all I got to say about that. Anyways, uh, along with uh, your kids being taught uh, critical race theory all across the country and uh, parents uh, being monitored by the Department of Justice, now you have a teacher in California telling uh, conservative students to go jump off a bridge. Yeah, you heard that right. And uh, this is uh, a California elementary school teacher who was under fire after posting a video on social media saying a conservative club at the high school can, quote, jump off a bridge. The pa Paso Robles Conservative Club for the high school, you can go jump off a bridge. I'm going to post what they thought was a great show of support for the veterans who I'm pretty sure would be absolutely offended by what they did on school campus. So, uh, you know, basically what these kids did was they went out and, uh, you know, expressing their free speech by waving a fuck Joe Biden flag on the school parking lot not last week. And uh, she decided to uh, have, she had that to say for them, that they can all go jump off a bridge. She later obviously deleted her uh, social media page uh, right after she knew she pretty, pretty much fucked up by telling kids to go commit suicide. And uh, it was... She put it out on her Instagram, but uh, anyway, she did say that, you know, she didn't mean it literally, and she, you know, step took a step back on her words and all that. But I say we take up a collection and send a bunch of FJB pizzas to the teachers' lounge. Oh, there you go. You that <laughs> oh yeah, that gets the point across. Oh yeah, could we could we keep them frozen? Uh, he can. Uh, our friend could uh, send them frozen to them. Yeah, I think I, I I'd pitch in for that. Hell, I'll buy you 10 pizzas as long there as you pays for the shipping. <laughs> That'd be hilarious to be a fly on the wall in there when that happened. Oh, it would be great. Maybe we could give the kids a heads up and uh, try to get them to film it for us. <laughs> yeah. I watch like the teachers and the principals just lose their shit over that. Right. It'd be like Joe Biden losing his shit. <laughs> uh, it, let's see what else is going on in this uh, article. The, uh, 
anyway, she, uh, I guess she's been a teacher there in the district for six years. And, uh, yeah, there you go. That's uh, what's going on there. We'll see if she, we'll see if she gets suspended by the district for telling kids to go jump off a bridge. I doubt it, but you know, you could always hope. Can I order an FJB pizza? Yeah, you can. We'll get you the contact information one of these days. And what else we got? Uh, from the Independent, uh, Trump's new social media, they're saying his business might be worth $10 billion. And it hasn't even come out yet. Can you believe that? Anyways, former, uh, former President Trump's media company, the Trump Media and Technology Group, has thus far produced nothing, but it's already valued at $10 billion. The company is reportedly going to launch Mr. Trump's social media company. And uh, while there is no stock currently associated with the business, investors are lighting up. Would Who you invest in it? I think I don't think it's anybody, you know, no specific person. Uh, but Trump? Maybe Trump did. I don't know. I, I, I didn't pay for the uh, the rest of the article, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, pot story. He's got stock in it. There you go. Yeah, um, honeybee, put the web address down there if you want to order a, a FJB pizza there. Oh, there you go. RD. Any nobody makes pizza like we do. Dot com. Make sure you uh, go order your FJB pizza. And are, are they still currently making the FJB pizza? Oh, uh, knowing knowing that Phil guy, I'm sure they are. Oh, thank God. But anyways, uh, anybody, I you know, after uh, Mike Lindell's big flop, I, I don't, I don't count on t Donald Trump's media company doing much. He did a big old belly flop, didn't he? It did. I mean, do you think they'll deliver to Canada? Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> I don't think they're going to deliver your pizza there. The stock ticker is DWAC. I don't, I, I don't think it has. Do they have stock on it? Because in this article it says there's no stock currently associated with the business, hmm. so I don't know. Someone's, someone's. Uh, I don't know. Anyways, I don't think I'd be investing in uh, Trump's social media. Okay. Well, uh, DWAC, according to the Podfather, is the acquisition company. So be on the lookout for that. Um, there was an article. I think you sent it over, Eric. Um, actually, let's see. Uh -huh. I want to kind of get into this Ahmad Arbery trial. I'm not. Oh, I'm. Yes. I am not really on top of what happened. Apparently, like Ahmad Arbery was some uh, some dude that three other guys felt was a a burglar, I guess. And and I could be wrong if I'm if I'm uh, wrong on any of this. Please let me know. But apparently, it got to the point to where Arbery went around a truck to go after one of the, I don't know, what are they calling him? Uh, one of the defendants and try to, you know, cause commotion, all that. And that's where he got shot and killed. Um, but I guess a lot of people are out there right now uh, saying, uh -huh. you know, why is the uh, Ahmad Arbery trial not being catching news? You know, or or why like why is it being covered differently compared to like Kyle Rittenhouse? Um, you know, and um, and I even caught caught a glimpse of an article that in that case the judge, you know, shut down like the defense on something. 
Yeah, and uh, the article I have for the uh, cable news is covering uh, Rittenhouse uh, and how they are being covered very differently. And uh, this is like, I and I will repeat this, and I do not agree whatsoever uh, 100% with this article, but I do want to read it. Uh, it reads, Brown Institute Stanford Cable TV News Analyzer reveals eye-opening data about how CNN, MSNBC, and Fox News are reporting about the two racially motivated cases. And again, I'll say this again. The Kyle Rittenhouse has nothing to fucking do with race, folks. Mm -hmm. In recent years, the article continues, many people have learned to dismiss the media as fake, which means falling into the right-wing imperative to attack and erase attempts to critique and challenge them. Most media outlets are not, quote, fake. I worked at CNN and MSNBC for many years, and at both places there are people who care deeply about the news, about integrity, about reputation, about explaining things honestly and accurately. And uh, there's your clue right there of how this article is going to go, who we worked with. At neither place did I find people who were guided by an agenda, which is strange, which is a strange loaded word suggesting some leader is sending out directions as to what the hosts are supposed to think. I believe, and I have been told, that Fox News operates in this way, especially when Rogers, Roger Ailes was running the place. Neither CNN or M nor MSNBC have a supreme figure who's directing the ideas disseminated on air. And really, I think CNN, MSNBC, and Fox should not be considered equals. They may, be, they may appear to be playing the same game, but they are not any more than the Golden State Warriors, the Clippers, and the Harlem Globetrotters are playing the same game. We must, however, watch cable news with a critical eye and examine what we are being told. Media is not a window which does not change what we see. It is a filter that shapes what we see. The stories that cable news chooses to cover, the way they cover them, and the amount of time they spend on them are all critical signs to how much we should care about the stories. Take, for example, the two racially motivated on I'm quoting, I'm not agreeing, murder trials going on right now, the Rittenhouse trial and the uh, Mike McMichael Bryan trial. Well, let's just call it the, the Arbery trial. Uh, there's a tool, the Browns Institute Stanford Cable TV News Analyzer, that allows us to compare how the different outlets are covering these two news events by analyzing transcripts from the broadcasts of the networks. And the three interesting observations jump out at me. First, if you watch cable news, it may be easy to forget that there are two major trials going on right now. Uh, the analyzer shows us that Rittenhouse is mentioned far more often than the Arbery trial. Or I should, I guess, McMichael Bryan. Uh, on several days, it's as much as 10 times more. This could be because Rittenhouse took the stand in his own defense and his case centers on a young boy rather than three older men. Also, Rittenhouse's trial seems more controversial. It's more of a lightning rod. There are lots of people on both sides, many who think he should be convicted and many who think he should not. Instead, there are, are all sorts of dramas. There's all sorts of drama around this trial. A recent poll on Twitter I did found about two-thirds of my followers think Rittenhouse should be convicted, but a subsequent poll found that four-fifths of the followers think he will not be convicted. By contrast, the McMichael Bryan trial is like a look into America's horrific past where white men grabbed black men off the streets for the smallest of offenses and lynched them. Kind of extreme, my friend, but okay. It's a, a gory tale that has few people publicly defending McMichaels and Brian. As a black person, my heart bleeds when I think about the terror that Arbery went through in his last moments. 
running away from these men in a pickup truck. I almost don't want to hear about it in the way I now often turn away from new videos of police violence against black people. I can't watch anymore. I've seen a thousand of them, and I can't put any more of them in my short-term memory. I'm already in spiritual pain from the ones permanently seared into my mind. Unsurprisingly, Brown's inst uh, Institute's Stanford cable TV analyzer reveals that Fox is barely covering the McMichael Bryan trial. And I'm sure on the other end of things, and this is just me talking now, uh, I'm sure that CNN and MSNBC and all the liberal leaning networks are probably covering more of the Rittenhouse and barely talking about the Bryan trial either. Uh -huh. Anyways, it surely does not fit into the argument, uh, or excuse me, into their angertainment aesthetic. But Rittenhouse is being covered a lot on Fox where he fits neatly into their worldview. Rittenhouse is the kind of person they like, a, white, a young white man who is defending his community against the violent lefty woke mob of rioters and using his Second Amendment rights to protect his world. He's almost exactly the sort of character they would create if they could. This opposed to McMichael Bryan, which proves that violent racism still exists. Uh, Fox is designed to push white people's blood pressure to the boiling point with stories about the freeloading poor, the immigrants pouring in over the border, to steal jobs and violent blacks who have forgotten their place. They want white people to feel like they're losing their country, and if they don't keep watching, it'll soon be gone. Rittenhouse's, uh, Rittenhouse's tailor made for all of that. He got up and he did something about it. But uh, I'm going to leave that uh, article there. Uh, obviously, uh, you can tell that this guy is a very liberal left-leaning fellow. And, uh, you know. And, and I, I think I, another I, thing people also – I think a thing people have to also keep in mind is, um, you know, like the advertisers and sponsors for these, like, so-called news networks and, um, you know, and, and paying, like – and, and and these like talents you see on these networks getting paid to spew like leftist or 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 rightist propaganda. Well, it sounds to me like uh, I mean, if you read this guy's article, I mean, Fox is just a white supremacist network. <laughs> That's yeah. how it reads. And uh, you know, uh, yeah, there might be more truth to the fact of more attention being shown on Rittenhouse, but I think the major reason is. Uh, people want to know what's going to happen because this is all about Second Amendment rights, about being able to fucking be able to protect yourself when people are coming after you to possibly kill you. Uh, that's just my point of view. I mean, so this, you know, this opinion and his name is Toure, whoever the hell that is, uh, he, he wants you to believe that the reason why nobody's covering the McMichaels because – you know, the victim in that case was black. I don't know, but uh, I don't I, I don't know a lot about that case. Uh, I'm not going to really, you know, I don't have a an opinion either way on it because I don't have the facts. Um, but uh, Podfather says, uh, yes, Aubrey was wrongly murdered, but he wasn't murdered because of he was black. Well, he might have been murdered because they, you know. Thought he was a bad guy. I, I don't know. I, I, I really am not. I'm not going to speculate on that. But uh, I don't know. I think uh, and, and no matter. And another what, like story that's probably going to get little to no attention is the Oklahoma governor commuted the death sentence of a 
of a black man um, to life without parole from what I've read in some news articles. Oh, wow. So the, the governor's against, uh, uh, against the death penalty there now, is that, or is it just um, this particular case? I think it might just be involved in this particular case. Um, but I mean, I don't really know, know too much about it, but I guess anybody who lives in Oklahoma would probably be familiar with it. Like, like Scooter and Spanky, but, but they would have to be here to, to really discuss what they know about it. Um, to maybe give us like a clue of like, like, like what their judicial system is, is like they are compared to like in like the Aubrey McMichael case here in Georgia or the, or the Rittenhouse case in Wisconsin. Well, here's, here's my take on that. I mean, if, if you're a governor in a state, you, you can't pick and choose. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, once a court has decided uh, the death penalty, I don't think a governor or anybody in government should interfere with that decision. If you don't like the death penalty, then don't allow the death penalty in your state. Otherwise, stay the hell out of it. Okay, let me ask you something. What about pardons, though, slightly? I am not a big fan of pardons. I mean, uh, half the time, in my opinion, half the time it's the buddy-buddy system. I mean, Uh look at uh, President Trump. Look who he pardoned before he left. And and, and you know I'm a Trump supporter. But I don't agree that hey, just because he's your fucking buddy, you get to give him the get out of free jail card. And that's you know what that's something that liberals can't understand. I'm a Trump supporter too, but there's things that we don't agree with what Trump did. But overall, he did a pardon, as Eric would say, my French, fucking fabulous job for America. Yeah, yeah. And but as far as the pardons, I I, I don't agree with that. Um, and look, like look at previous presidents, like you know before Obama left, you know. He pardoned um, that Bradley Chelsea Manning person, and um, and then when George W. Bush left, he wound up ultimately pardoning Lewis Scooter Libby over that whole um, you know CIA um, identity leak case. I mean, but, being able to pardon people like that, basically, just you know, if you're uh, good friends with a, a high-ranking official, you can go out and do whatever the fuck you want. You might spend a few years in jail. You might get sentenced to life, but you know the press might come around and pardon you, or for that matter, a governor. Or commute your sentence. Yeah. So no, I'm not a big fan of uh, co- commuting sentences, or you know, giving. Especially the, if they uh, did a bad, bad thing. Exactly. Uh, like, a couple like, of comments. Like you would say. Sorry. Yeah, uh, we'll go ahead and read some of these, and I'll continue. Some of the uh, comments uh, about the Arbery uh, Podfather says if Arbery was a white man, he still would have been ended up shot that night. The shooters didn't set up those security cameras hoping to find a black man on their property. Yeah, pr- pretty much. I don't think anybody uh, intends on finding a specific race when they put up security cameras. Uh, Revolutionary Bro says if he wasn't murdered because he was black, then why was he murdered? Can blacks kill whites because they think they are bad? Well, that's the whole thing here. And I'm going to go off on on that comment, Revolutionary Bro. Anytime, at least it's portrayed in the media, I'll say, that a minority is killed by a white person, it's racially motivated. But what about what happened uh, at the White at the at the Capitol January 6th? I mean, did he kill that white unarmed female veteran because she was white 
Because you know what? If the police officer was white in that situation and the victim who was shot and killed was black or another minority, it would be all about fucking race. And I guarantee you, I would put my life on it that that officer would currently be sitting in prison. I guarantee it. You can't, you can't prove me otherwise. And so it's, it's ridiculous in our society today that when a crime occurs, the first thing that we go to look for is the color of the person's fucking skin. It doesn't matter. What matters is someone shot someone or killed someone or did something against the law. That's all that matters. And for people now, nowadays, I guess if, you know, uh, you shoot a minority, you're a fucking terrorist now. Uh, last I called, that might be, you might be called a murderer or a criminal, but now you're going to be categorized as a terrorist. I don't, I don't get it. I mean, I don't know. Go ahead, uh, producer Eric. Um, you know, like when, like, like when, when Lewis Scooter Libby was, had his sentence commuted and he was later pardoned for the for the crime of leaking the the identity of CIA agent Valerie Plain Wilson, all because, you know, George W. Bush didn't like her husband, Joe Wilson, criticizing him over his decision to send send America into Iraq and 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 Bush and Cheney being so complacent, you know, when when nine eleven occurred, um, what Scooter Libby and company did was they really jeopardized our national security by leaking the the name and identity of a of a CIA agent and because you know the, the, the because CIA agents you know for example put put their lives on the line to bring bring us critical information you know to to keep America safe or or at least they're supposed to yeah uh, revolutionary bro says uh where was it at? Uh, it's let's see. Da, da, da. Let me go back and scroll down here. This chat's going wild. Uh, he says uh, whites need to stop acting if as if racism racism doesn't exist. And revolutionary pro, I've been very transparent how I feel about that. Racism does exist. It will always exist until the day you die, the day your grandchildren will die. Unfortunately, it's not going away. It's not. No matter what, it will always. But the same thing is, is minorities also need to understand that racism is doesn't spew just from one race. There's racism all across the board. And I think that is very well lost, especially if you listen to your fucking mainstream media, folks. Because at this point in time, you can be racist towards white people all day long, my friend. And uh, it's encouraged. Uh, and, and I don't, uh, whites can't uh, kill it by denying it. Well, like I said, I, I don't deny it. That It does exist. It sucks that it exists. And we just got to deal with it as it comes. And that's it. Uh, last thing on the uh, Arbery thing. Uh, apparently, uh, Travis McMichael, who's one of the defendants, um, he admits that Arbery made no threats before McMichael raised his gun. So that's the, the latest development on that. Uh, he uh, said uh, there was no threat to anybody's life or anything like that, um, but he still shot him. So we'll see what happens. I, like I said, I don't uh, 
I don't know enough about that to even comment on it, so I'm not. We're going to take our last and final time out, take a little short break, have a, have a little sip of some cafe. You're listening to The Slightly Serious Show on a Thursday. Enjoying yourselves? Then please be sure to follow the show on Podbean and many of the other social media platforms, including Twitter at Slightly Serious, Instagram, and Facebook. Our podcasts are also available to download on many different platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Google Podcasts, and many more. All right. Welcome back. Um, One of our... uh, Looks like revolutionary bro feels that blacks. Wow, that revolutionary bro is per or Eric. Can you remind me? Is revolutionary bro the one uh, that we kind of yes, back and yes, forth? yes, 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 yes. And like I said, in response to his last thing, blacks don't have the power to be racist. Well, they do a pretty damn good job of being racist because he's freaking doing it right now. So don't cry me, poor mouth. Don't cry me this. Yeah, you're going to get me worked up because this bullshit about all whites are against all blacks. You know what? There's a lot of blacks against whites. It's both sides. You both got powers to be racist. And when you want to continue to put it out there and cry about it instead of getting on with life and not be a racist yourself, you're part of the fucking problem, revolutionary bro. That's the last I'm going to say to him unless he fires back up. Sorry. No worries. Very well said. Ah, uh, well, we're gonna we're gonna move on uh, to uh, other other topics, and um, let me see here really quickly. Um, gosh, so the last I heard uh, from Brandon is that he wants this new spending package is over five trillion dollars. Can anybody uh, confirm? Wait that? a minute, I thought it was less than that. No, I I, I saw last night on on. Uh, what I don't as OAN uh, network that I it was they're saying like five trillion dollars. Yeah. Holy crap! How are we gonna? How are we going to uh, afford that? And you know, obviously the administration is like, oh, we can pay for that. Amazon employees are. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I think in order to write some kind of package like that, you have to be able to count as high as all the digits in the number for it, and I don't think he can. Well, uh, Kev- uh, Kevin McCarthy had something to say about that. He described the Democratic lawmakers as, quote, out of touch with the needs and wishes of ordinary Americans during a floor speech that took place minutes before the chamber was slated to vote on the spending bill. He called the Build Back Better Act as the, quote, single most reckless and irresponsible spending in our nation's history. Never in American history has so much money, uh, excuse me, has so much been spent at one time. Never in American history will so many taxes be raised and so much borrowing be needed to pay for all the reckless spending. Well, the lawmakers know what they're passing. They know what they're looking at. Where a problem comes in is where the general American public just sees that, oh, this is five plus trillion dollars to make better roads, better bridges, better this, better that. And they don't see all the pork that's in there of, you know, hey, well, this state is going to get um, hell, I don't know. I, I can't even think of something that's so nonsensical to put in there, but you know what I mean? They put stuff that doesn't apply to the title of the bill, the package. Well, you know, you know what, uh, the other thing is, and, uh, honeybee, the, uh, call in number 702-708-2855. 
the the one chilling thing this shows and tells me that the government knows that they don't have an idea how the hell they're going to pay for it if it's passed as written they're going to hire like i think 100 to 200 more irs agents do you know why because they're going to get more into your fucking business so you make sure they grab every little single penny that is they feel it belongs to them would you see some crazy girl made a comment that only the the rich something or others are crying about inflation because it affects their pocketbook? It's like it doesn't. It doesn't affect the rich. They <laughs> if it if it's going to affect them, you know what? Here's the thing that people are so misconstrued on. If it's going to affect the richest people in the world or in our in this instance in our country. They're going to do one of two things. They're going to pass the buck on to you and I as consumers so it doesn't affect them. Or they're just going to take their shit somewhere else into another country. Yep. So you can't tell me that, oh, uh, it's going to affect the rich more than it is everyday citizens like you and I. That's a bunch of horse manure. Yep, absolutely. And I mean, you're, yeah, uh, inflation is going to affect these people that already spend $5,000 on a bottle of wine. Give me a break. Right, exactly. Or, or people like Gavin Newsom who spent $10,000 at the, the, the laundry, uh, French laundry. Yeah, it's just crazy. Un- it's unbelievable. It's, it's <sighs> I don't know. I just don't know. I was talking to my father about this last night, and he's like, this is not good. What, he, what did he say that he was predicting? He was saying that. In his opinion, like every every country goes through like every hundred to two hundred years regime changes. I used to be of that opinion. And Look at Rome and some others, yeah. And he's thinking the same thing is going to happen now. And he's like, it'll be interesting in his opinion to see how the military men and women of our country will react to that. Will they be on the side of the government or will they uh, side with the people? Well, Depending on what happens, you may not have that many military people to side. I mean, you saw it. They already said if Navy, if you don't get the, the shot, I'm not going to call it the V word. <laughs> they're, they're discharging them. Wow. I mean, come on, uh, Brandon administration. These are the people that are supposed to protect our country. And now you want to start getting rid of them willy nilly. You, yeah. you need to wake up. Well, the, the other thing is, and I guess he, he has some friends that, uh, have, uh, kids that are in the military and, uh, they, they asked them, they're like, if it came down to it, would you be able to, would you be able to consciously kill your fellow Americans if it came down to it? And they're like, I don't think I could. Well, a friend of mine I was talking to today, he's in the reserves. He is eight months shy of 20 years and that's his retirement. Oh, so no. now they're, they're pushing, you know, the shot. And he says, you know, I don't want to, but that's a lot of time to give up. So now he's looking into how long does it take once they initiate discharge papers for all that process to happen? Would he have enough padding to not get it and still, you know, be able to retire? And I said, well, one thing is, do they like go from, okay, the date the discharge papers are initiated or the date they're finalized? He goes, that's something I got to find out yet. Oh my God. Could you be, could you imagine being in that position to where you're like, like you said, eight months to retirement 
and your reti- retirement depends on you taking the jab. He's, he's got 19 years and four months, and this bullcrap is hitting him. Oh my god, that would suck. Mm-hmm. I, I I think I think I would regretfully fucking just take the jab. Yeah. I'd have to. I, I mean, you're talking about the rest of my life being uh, well, know, not having to worry about a lot of things. I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure he will if it comes down to it. But if he can get the timetable to work out and not do it, he would prefer to do that. Wow, that's yeah, that's a hard that's a hard one though. I would I would definitely I wouldn't be immediately. Yep, I'm gonna get the the jab. Yeah, I, I would I would still put a lot of thought into it and like he's doing try to see okay well let's try to figure this out well my company's holding off they were trying to get all of our information on whether we we were vaccinated or not uh, i don't even like to say that whether we took the jab or not yeah and, uh, with the latest thing that came out and then blocking it they've said that uh, they're going to hold off on doing all that and did you see where desantis signed that thing today did I tell you about that? Or was oh, that last no, night? No, no, I did. I did see that. I have that uh, as one of our last things. Uh, Mari, we can our Mary, that. yeah, Mary knows about it, and I'm sure she finds it hilarious where he signed it. But one of the things he's doing too is he's trying to kick OSHA out of the state of Florida. Really? Wow. Because of because of that, he said we don't need anybody telling us how to do our jobs. Yeah, yeah, Mary. Uh, check out Podfather. Mary says, uh, "What? What then? If the jab kills you, then you're then you don't have to worry about. It. You'll be retired for life." Yeah. Um, <laughs> a podfather says, uh, "I have personally offered to open my home to any veteran who loses his or her housing and military status due to refusing the jab." Oh, that's let's stand up with your podfather. But going back to what Perwi was saying, uh, DeSantis did sign a bill which will le- limit vaccinations, and uh, of all places. In in Brandon, yes, I said Brandon, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no reason for a governor to visit Brandon, Florida. It's an outskirt of Tampa, I and the capital's in Tallahassee, about have, three and a half, four hours away. I have an an ex who used to live in Brandon, actually. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. I so I mean, that, yeah, that that was definitely a, a right cross to uh, Brandon. There, I thought it was funny as hell. That is fantastic. See, it, it just, you know, you can never, it's, it's, I don't know. I, if he's not going to run for president, he needs to jump on as a vice president. I would love it. But I mean, you know, it, it's it, the whole thing is his wife has cancer. It'd be hard enough dealing with that. Just being, having, having a regular job, but let alone running a state and dealing with your spouse having cancer and then going from that to running a whole country. I couldn't imagine. Yeah. I don't know. He would do a fantastic job. I mean, he, yeah. Within one month, he would do a hell of a lot more than the the Brandon administration has done uh, thus far this year. Yep. And uh, revolutionary bro, uh, whites get angry when race is mentioned simply because it appears as if they are being challenged by those who appear to be less than human. You call yourself less than human. Okay. Yeah. That. Uh, yeah. We uh, we ought to just not even give him any attention anymore because he's going to try and take over. And I mean, I think we're all pretty much in agreement here in the show. Yeah, racism exists. It comes from both sides. Not yeah, one side's not not guilty over the other. So. Well, I think I I sum it up pretty well. There's douchebags of of every color and every race. Yep. Oh, there you go. Um. And and I don't uh, agree that uh, blacks put Biden in office. By I don't either. Yeah. Idiots put him in office. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
Anywho, um, yeah, so uh, Governor DeSantis continued to stand up work from Florida. I just wish uh, he was on my coast and not your coast, Nicker. He could be on your coast if you'd move your ass to Florida. (laughs) (laughs) No. We're we're, we're heading that way very slowly. Yeah. Nevada's one state closer. Well, what, another 60 years you'll be here, right? Yeah, I might. Well, God, I'll be your age by then. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Uh, Any plans for the uh, upcoming weekend? I know it's only Thursday, but... uh, you know what I'll be doing Saturday. Uh, I'll be uh, packing a pod. We might do a, a last minute uh, trip to Las Vegas. If we can get something lined up to where we can buy something, but that remains to be seen. But are you guys, are you, are you going to be home for the weekend? No, but next week uh, I will be, I don't know what your show schedule is like next week with Thanksgiving, but I don't I'll probably either. be, <laughs> huh? I said, I don't know either. <laughs> I, I'll probably be, in a hiatus like the 24th whatever that wednesday is on because that weekend is our anniversary oh really oh. happy damn anniversary there Perk. thank you yeah well, it's and not just you, me it's oh, honeybee too yeah, i i was getting there and and to, <laughs> and more more importantly to honeybee for putting up with pert for all these years um i do know that probably on the 26th we're going to uh on the 26th the day after uh thanksgiving uh, for all those of you that are not going to be doing shopping on Black Friday, uh, we'll probably do a, uh, I don't know, it'll probably be a uh, going away show at least for a couple of weeks because I need to uh, get situated and all that. But uh, I don't know, maybe we'll have a little birthday, not a birthday bash, but we'll uh, do a little hiatus. Uh, I don't know. We'll do something fun. Um, what about you, Producer Eric? Anything uh, exciting coming up uh, for the weekend? Well, hopefully, I'm, me, me and my dad are able to see, see my step grandmother and and a, and a great great aunt and great uncle of mine this weekend for like a family get Thanksgiving get together. Oh, that'll be nice. <clears throat> I know uh, on the twenty on Thanksgiving itself, I'll probably see my father's side of the family, so that'll be nice. Uh, as most of the family doesn't know we're leaving that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, on the 28th, uh, Big Sexy and I will get together with uh, my mother's side of the family, and uh, we'll say our goodbyes to them and head out on the 29th, which is a Monday. And uh, then we'll be celebrating big, uh, my uh, my mother's birthday on the 30th. And then per- your birthday is on the 1st or the 3rd? 1st. The 1st. Damn. So we have Mom, Pert, myself, and then my aunts on the 3rd. Oh my God! Well, yeah, BP also on the second, as well as um, Lewis from almost everything. That's right, BP. Uh, are you going to be working on your birthday? I hope not. I hope he got the day off because he works every damn day. Well, Lars' birthday is the fifteenth, and Mike Tampa Bay is the seventeenth. Damn. BP must John be hard. John January second. January second. Wow. Yeah, I wouldn't want my birthday to land on Christmas nor like New Year's Day. It'd just get uh, lost in the mix. For Christmas. Is it really? Yeah. God, that must nice. suck growing up as a child. Because what happens is you just get like, you know, you get a birthday slash Christmas present. <laughs> You're going to be a grandma on the 14th. Well, congratulations there, man. 
I don't have any plans of being a grandfather. I'm already a godfather. That's 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 good enough. I don't think I have time for that. Anywho, um, we can go around the uh, around the uh, table for some last final thoughts of the evening. Uh, Producer Eric. Well, this has certainly been a great and very thoughtful discussion. But um, even if if somebody you know, how to come in here, you know, and, you know, and, and embarrass himself. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, um, my, how I guess our part is, uh, Eric and I are on the <laughs> same to, plane to, because I'm, <laughs> because, you know, I think our message to revolutionary bro, if, if he doesn't, doesn't like, like hearing truth, then bye Felicia. Well, be, be not, everybody has a right to their opinions there, producer Eric. Uh, opinions. Yes. But yeah, you know, let's, yeah, but, but attacking people that you don't know. Yeah. I, I think uh, Podbean's cutting Eric off. I, I, I lost him. All right. I'm well, still here. Oh, there you are. Uh, Pert, any final thoughts? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just proud of Eric. Hey. Uh, <laughs> no. I, yeah, he deserves that. No, I, you, well, you know what? Here, here, here's my final thought. You know, you, you got to remember this. There is a difference between the Pope and your boss, right? Pope only expects you to kiss his ring. <laughs> that is true. Wait a minute. I'm a boss there, Pert. Are you trying to say something? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we need to talk to somebody. Unbelievable. All right. Well, I uh, appreciate you joining uh, tonight live. We'll be doing it again tomorrow at 6.30, 9.30 Eastern time. You can always uh, follow us over on the Twitter of the Twitter. If you're uh, pissed off, you can always, uh, you know, or have show ideas or something fun you'd like, headlines you'd like uh, us to feature on the show, you can email us over at slightlyseriousshow at gmail.com. And uh, in addition to that, I appreciate each and every single one of you. And uh, keep in mind. It's always raw here, unfiltered. You might uh, not agree with what we have to say, but uh, then again, you are tuning into us. So God bless, uh-huh. and God bless America. Thanks for listening to tonight's show. Not all content is endorsed by Slightly. However, if you'd like to contact me for any reason, email us over at slightlyseriousshow at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. Don't forget to share the show and help us grow our audience. And remember... We mean that in the most serious way. Until the next time, good night, everybody. And remember, I love you and I love your show.
there might be a new soundbite we might could add to the show. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> <laughs>